You're listening to Crossroads International Church Podcast. Welcome. We hope this podcast will bless you from wherever you're listening to it. For more information, go to our website at xrds.nl. And now, let's get into the podcast. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nations and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For where's the day of the Midian's defeat? You have shattered the yoke that burdened them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of the oppressor. Every warrior's used boot in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from this time on forever. The zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because, she, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will, be, that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, 
the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under in accordance with the time that he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. My name is Omosefe. I came from Nigeria. I came to the church because that was my last hope. And through the church, God restored my hope. I was homeless with my four children. The people from Faletus called me for interview, and they told me before I came to them, they have already investigated me, that I'm a good mother to my children, that they have no reasons to take my children away from me. 
but they can take my children when we are sleeping on the street. At that day that I have the second interview was the day I met Sister Innocent. I met at Burma. At that fateful day, that was the day I think they would have collected my children for me because there was no hope anywhere. When I met her, at the process of explaining my situation to her, she rescued me like a mother. She told me she would take me to a church. From there, I will be safe and all my worries will be over. She took me to her house immediately and gave me food. After that, she brought me to New Start. At that day, her sister Eniala booked an hotel for me and my children. That same day, she called and said, hey, someone from church want to extend it one night. The next second, she called again and said, two people again from the church want to extend it two nights, three nights, four nights. Wow. They extended it in almost about, uh, I think, two weeks in the hotel where I was living with my four children. Even this clothes I'm wearing now, the church gave it to me. The church gives me food. The church gives me clothes, um, me and my children. Um, the church gives me confidence and peace of mind. And thanks to everyone who contributed money for me and my children. I say goodness and message shall follow them all, all the days of their life. So I give thanks to God Almighty. For Him alone is my Savior. And we think all things are possible. Good evening. So Joseph and Mary and Jesus had to flee for their lives. Herod was coming after them. Herod wanted to kill this little baby Jesus and, uh, because he thought he was a threat to the throne. And Joseph and Mary took Jesus and fled to Egypt. Jesus was a refugee. And today still many people are fleeing for their lives, leaving their home countries. And some of them end up here in Amsterdam. Some of them end up on the street as we just heard in Oma Sefer's story. Now this church came alongside of her and helped her and the children on their feet, together with the Nieuwe Stad. The Nieuwe Stad is an organization that we supported all last year. And it's an organization that comes alongside people like Omasefa, people, undocumented refugees, people in hopeless situations. And they, they help them get them off the street, help them to find housing, help them to find jobs or start businesses, or even help them return to their own countries. Now, every year we take up an offering on Christmas Eve. And although it's the time of the year where we as a staff get a little bit restless, will we, you know, end up the year in the black figures? Will people remember us in their in the year-end giving? We've decided long ago that on Christmas Eve, we'll give it all away. 
just like the Magi who opened up their treasures and gave it to this little boy and unbeknownst to them, helped this little boy escape to Egypt and, and live in a foreign country for a while, we now want to open up our treasures and come alongside these refugees. The New Start would, would love to rent an apartment to help with temporary housing for people like Omosefa. And with tonight's offering, they want to put down a, um, uh, a down payment, or what you call it, a, uh, some money, a deposit for, for this apartment. And if there's some extra, they, uh, they like to buy some furniture and make it nice and gezellig for the people living there. So tonight, open up your treasures and give to these, these refugees. You can go on our website, find, find our banking details and give that way. Thank you for your generosity. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you that every Christmas we can remember that you came down to earth to live among us, to live among us as a refugee even. Lord, thank you for Omar Sefer. Thank you for the church that was able to come alongside of her. Thank you for the newest stuff. Thank you for using us to help people like them in hopeless situations. Lord, continue to use us. Tonight, we want to give back to you by giving to our brothers and sisters who had to flee their countries for whatever reason and find themselves now in hopeless situations. Lord, you've blessed us. Help us to be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We've seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Many of the scriptures we read tonight have this theme of darkness and light. The Apostle John here starts his gospel with the words, in the beginning. <laughs> Takes us back to the first book of the Bible, actually the first verse of the Bible. There we read that God created the heavens and the earth, that the earth was empty, and that darkness was over the surface of the deep. It was dark. There was no light, pitch black darkness. 
So what is the first thing God does? He said, let there be light. Light that was needed to give life to everything God was going to create afterwards. Light that drove away the darkness and made life possible. John, at the start of his gospel here, makes it very clear that his gospel is about recreation. The world was in darkness and needed light. Earlier this evening, we read from the prophet Isaiah. We read, people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Or on those living in the land of shadow of death, a great light has dawned. People walking in darkness, the land of shadow of death. It describes our world pretty well, doesn't it? Conflicts all over the world, so much suffering. We follow the news, we see all these conflicts. Both co all these conflicts have people on both sides and, and it's hard to choose sides and should we choose sides in the darkness, there's, there's confusion. And not only in world events, many of us know suffering in our personal lives. Conflict in our families, illness, going in and out of hospitals, pain, hurt, difficult financial situations. The world is dark and we all long for a better world but we don't know how to get there. And sometimes we, we are hopeless that it will ever get better. And now John tells us, God is going to recreate the world. God is recreating the world. There is darkness, but the first thing God does in recreating this world, he sends his light into the world, into the darkness, giving life, carrying with him life, because this light is a person. Now, with the light, we can navigate life. In darkness, it's, it's hard, if not impossible, to know where you're going. Without some sort of light, you either need the moon and the stars to navigate your way, or some navigational system that lights up so you actually can see it. In complete darkness, all we can do is just stumble around and feel our way around. It's hard to make decisions, hard to know what's going on around you, hard to know where you're actually going, but Jesus helps us navigate life. To know what decisions to make, to know right from wrong. Now light also exposes, right? Things that are hidden in darkness, things that are done in darkness are now visible. Jesus pierces the darkness, shining his light on everything and everyone. Every unrighteous thing is now exposed and dealt with, put right. That's what Jesus promises. And Jesus invites us to let him shine into our lives. To shine his light in the dark little chambers of our life. Where we live comfortably in the dark. Maybe not even seeing the mess we've made or what it looks like around us. But then he flips on the light switch and everything is, is visible. And we can see that the rooms in our lives are not as nicely in order as we thought. Thick layers of dust, things are not in place. In the dark you might think things are in order, but when you turn on the light, you see it's a mess. And Jesus offers us to help clean up that mess. He's full of grace and truth, John says. 
Now, when we let Jesus shine his light into our lives, we realize that we're not living the way we should. But Jesus extends his arms. And he says, I love you, and I accept you, and I forgive you, and I want to help you clean up your mess. Now, one more thing about light. Isaiah tells us that a light dawns on those living in darkness. There's nothing so magical, nothing so lovely as watching dawn. The exultant cacophony of birds in the morning waking the world up. The warming of the night sky. The sun peeking over the horizon, spreading its light. And as it rises, it floods the earth with light, enabling us to see where we're going. But not only that, exposing what we were not able to see before. In darkness, our world is, is small, but then it opens up the world. It gives us the ability to see colors, to see beauty, to see each other. It opens up the world full of beauty, full of possibility, full of hope, full of new life, full of freedom, full of joy. It causes us to break out in songs of worship because we can see now what we couldn't see before. And with the birth of this baby boy, new creation has started. Darkness is lifted. Light has broken in. And that light is the life of man. Maybe this Christmas evening, you are feeling you need this light. Maybe you have questions. Well, in February, we're starting a course called the Alpha Course. It's all about finding out about Christianity. It's very low threshold. We'll have a meal together. We'll watch a video. It's very interactive. After the video, you can ask all the questions you ever wanted to ask. <laughs> After the service, at the Connect Point, you can find out more about this course. And, and maybe sign up. They can help you sign up. Don't miss this opportunity to find out about the light. Today, we celebrate that we have hope, that new creation has started, that life is dark, but that a light has broken in, is piercing through. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for your love. Lord, this, this, this life can be dark. And we're lost in it, but with the light that you bring, we can see where we need to go. It gives hope. It gives life. Father, I pray for all those here who are going through a dark time for whom Christmas is not a happy time. That you would pierce through the darkness, giving hope. To be their wonderful counselor who walks next to them in the land of the shadow of death. That although the circumstances are not a happy one, that this hope will lead to joy in the midst of it, of seeing color, of seeing beauty. Thank you, Father, for your promise that one day everything will be made new and that you are a keeper of promises. Thank you for this light that has been born, bringing hope and life. Amen. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you have a wonderful week. See you next time.